This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Need this win, you know. We got a lot of losses. Yeah, we got a lot of losses. That's what we're here for, guys, to win. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome back to The Drop Podcast. It is time for the Blues-Jets Round 1 Game 5 Recap. The Blues started out very hot in the series, winning two in Winnipeg, and I don't think a lot of people around the NHL thought that was going to happen. The Blues were feeling pretty comfortable coming back to St. Louis, but then they lost two games in a row to the Jets. A bad game in Game 3, 6-3, and a nail-biter in Game 4, 2-1. The Jets got the goal in overtime and were tied at two games apiece going into this game. The Blues headed back to Game 5 in Winnipeg. You know it was going to be a hostile environment. They needed to get out quickly, but it wouldn't be them that would get out quickly. Just 12 seconds into the first period, some sloppy play would lead to a Jets 1-0 lead. For the third straight game, Paul Maurice starts his Adam Lowry line against the top line for St. Louis. It's under the gun to perform better tonight. Jets send it right into the St. Louis zone and get right to work. And in front, there's a chance, scores! What a start! Well, it might be nice outside right now, but a storm's brewing in here. What a start for the Winnipeg Jets. The Lowry line starts, and what do they do? Get a puck in deep and ground and pound right on the net. Sharp angle shot not handled by Bennington. And Adam Lowry with a huge goal to start this game. Bangs it home. The Jets get the puck in. It goes in behind the net on the glove side by Bennington. Tanev gets a puck right along the side of the boards in the corner. Shoots it right on net. Bennington makes the initial save. Pops right out to Lowry, and Lowry puts it past him on the stick side. Early lead, one to nothing for the Jets. Lowry gets his first goal of the playoffs. Tanev, who started a lot of this with some hard work in the corner, who had that initial shot, gets his first assist, and Cop gets his fourth assist, 12 seconds in. The team just came out kind of a little sloppy. Jordan Bennington saved them time and time again in the first period, and you were hoping they would get the next goal to tie things up. But Kevin Hayes would get his second goal of the series, 13 minutes, 35 seconds in, 2 to nothing in the first. Here's Big Buffett center, now inside the blue line, drops it off, cutting in is Hayes, Hayes, cuts in, scores, what a goal! Big Buff must have heard you talking about it. He looked up the ice when he got this puck in the defensive zone, realized he had some space, and he took advantage of it. Good pass wide to Hayes, who uses his size effectively. Falls down the neutral zone, gets up, gets himself to a good position with speed, and I like this play from Hayes. He's a big guy at 6'5", and just walks in using his size, his reach, tucks it around and through Bennington. Instead of attacking the Jets when they start to come into the zone, the Blues just continue to back up and give them space. Hayes takes the puck, Edmondson lets him skate right past him, right onto the net, and he puts it past Jordan Bennington to make it 2 to nothing. That goal by Hayes would be a second of the playoffs. Bufflin gets his fifth assist. And the Blues go out of the first period down by two goals. The Blues would outshoot Winnipeg 15-12 in the first period. But I would honestly say Winnipeg had the better chances. And Winnipeg definitely outplayed the Blues in that period. Going into the second period, Winnipeg outplayed them again. They would outshoot them 10-6. to 
And time and time again, Jordan Bennington would have to come up big with huge saves. And now he steers it in late on his shift. Jets trying to catch the Blues in a change. They do. Ehlers a drive and a glove save by Bennington on Ehlers. Yeah, second period line change. It's a long one. And a couple of defensemen banged into one another. A line change taking place. The quick up by Josh Morrissey. An excellent pass as he finds Ehlers. And Jordan Bennington ends up making this save. Into Shin. Slot to Schwartz, a drive, and blocked in the Jets, a breakaway, Kevin Hayes in the clear, and a save by Bennington, it's between his legs. Goes under the right skate, hits the pad, and then somehow doesn't go back into the net as he squeezes it. Looks like a frog down there on the ice, John. Bennington is doing his best to keep the Blues in this game. The Blues just need some kind of spark. A shorthanded goal, a power play goal, a huge mistake by the Jets, they need something because they are just not into this game at this point. They've had a few good opportunities, but it has been a bad two periods. The Jets would get a penalty late in the second period, and it would go on into the third period, and the spark they needed would happen on the power play when Ryan O'Reilly got the Blues back in this game early in the third period to make it 2-1. to one. Held in by Petrangelo. Gets it back again. Chan one-timer on goal, rebound O'Reilly, he scores! Ryan O'Reilly, a power play goal, and the Blues are right back in it. Braden Shen added to that right side, an area that he scored a ton of goals, 17 in one year with the Philadelphia Flyers. Not reluctant to shoot the puck, and that's what the Blues need, directness. And although Ryan O'Reilly missed on a first opportunity with a little stick on puck defending, he doesn't miss this one. He uses his right skate, pulls it back into his blade, and fires it past the goaltender. After getting the power play opportunity at the end of the second period, the Blues started looking like they had a purpose. They didn't score before the period was over, but you could tell they were starting to gain some momentum, even if it was just a power play for a few seconds. They brought that momentum back into the third period, and they got a huge goal. Shin takes the initial shot. There's Blues players in front battling for the puck like they should be, what you need to do to win. And there's Ryan O'Reilly, and he puts it past Hellebuck, and we've got ourselves a game again. That would be O'Reilly's second goal of the playoffs. Perron gets his second assist. Shin gets his first assist. Power play goal 2-1. to one. This period was different for the Blues. After that power play goal, they started playing much better. They were the ones pressuring the Jets instead of the Jets pressuring the Blues. They had the Jets on their heels. You knew something big was going to happen. You could just tell by the way this team was chattering on the bench. There was great communication on the ice. They would tie this one up on a goal by Braden Shin, his very first of the playoffs. Now grab by Shin to Bolmeister. Sunquist gets it beyond Buffalo. To the net now. And they score! Tipped in. Will they count it? That net was knocked free. The Blues think they have tied the game. We will see. This is going to be close. Shen's acting like he's got himself a goal. What a play by Oscar Sundquist, driving wide, getting around the defenseman. This is a heck of an effort by Sundquist. I don't know how it's going to rule out. I'm not sure, but great. Shen was the closest man. The power move around Bufflin. Protects the puck, gets taken down. That should be a goal. That puck is going in the net. Bufflin pushes the player Sundquist. The puck by Shen on the backhander is going across the goal line as this net is moving. Sunquist gets the puck, makes a move on Bufflin, heads right into Hellebuck, 
Puck ends up going off a hellebuck to Shin. Shin's putting the puck in the net. Bufflin takes down Sunquist, which in turn knocks the net off of its post. So of course it's a goal, and the Blues tie this one up at two each. As I stated earlier, that goal would be Shin's first. Sunquist gets his second assist with that great power move to the net. He really made Bufflin look really, really bad. Bo Meester gets his third assist. 13 minutes, 52 seconds in, we're tied at two apiece. Even though the Blues controlled the play, I thought, in the third period, there was a little bit of back and forth. You're kind of wondering what team is going to score that goal. We're getting around the 18-minute mark. It looks like we might be going to overtime. 19-minute mark. They announce there's one minute remaining in the period. The Blues get the puck in the Jets zone. They keep it in there. The Blues make a quick line change. Tyler Bozak comes in. He passes a puck to a guy in front of the net that really deserved the goal for the hard work he's put in this year without getting a lot of goals. Alexander Steen. Now Truba gets it back for the Jets. Nowhere to go. It's under Morrissey. Pops free. Shifley can't clear it. Bozak in front. They start! Schwartz tipped it in! I do not believe it! Schwartz has given the Blues with 15 seconds to go! A 3-2 lead! This is crazy! All the chances that Schwartz has had. He bangs this one out of midair. Unbelievable persistence. The Blues have got a 3-2 lead with 15 seconds remaining. This goal is a result of hard work in the Winnipeg zone to keep the puck in, to battle against the boards. Steen puts it behind the net. Winnipeg has it, but then Schwartz and Steen go after the puck. They fight for it. The puck dribbles out around the corner. Schwartz heads to the net. Bozak gets it. Perfect pass, just a few inches off the ice. Schwartz hits it in and puts it past Hellebuck, and the Blues win 3-2. That goal by Schwartz would be his first of the playoffs. Bozak would get his first assist. 19 minutes, 45 seconds into the third period. What a big win for the Blues. Now they can head back to Scott Trade for Game 6 and hopefully win this one and not have to go back to Winnipeg for Game 7. Let's head to the stats of the game. The Blues had 29 shots on goal. The Jets had 31. The Jets won the faceoff battle 51% to 49%. The Jets were 0 for 3 on the power play. The Blues were 1 for 1. The Jets outhit the Blues 24 to 14. They outblocked the Blues 14 to 9. The Jets had 12 giveaways to the Blues' six giveaways. We're going to head to the post-game interviews, where first we're going to hear from Craig Berube, then we'll hear from Schwartz, Petrangelo, and then Braden Shin. Craig, did you see anything different from the first 40 minutes compared to when you scored three goals in the third period by your team tonight? Not from an effort standpoint or a competitiveness standpoint. I thought that third period we were, um, you know, seemed like we were more relaxed and made more plays with the puck. What about for Jordan Bennington to close the door after the Hayes goal? Yeah, he, he's been he's been great, great again. You know, big saves, big times, at big long, moments. I mean, how long have you been thinking about making that change at the top of the lineup? Uh, you're always thinking about changes and stuff. You know, um, I guess you look at our top line not producing five on five enough and. Uh, you know, even though I thought the first period was pretty good, you know, they had the, some zone time, had some opportunities, but, you know, you don't score, you got to change it up a little, you know. So it was a good time to make the change. And, you know, it, unfortunately, we got a couple goals. How good does it feel when you make a change like that and it pays dividends? Well, it feels good, obviously. I mean, um, you know, I thought our team, um, 
responded well to it, you know. Um, and okay, again, you know, I thought it was a good game. I mean, it was, you know, that's a that's a good team over there. It's gonna it's a it's a competitive game all around, and uh, you know, we got we got some fortunate bounces and scored. What was the mindset? What was said after the first period? You had some good chances, but two O's a pretty big hole. Yeah, just that. Like we got to just keep being relentless and stay with it. Um, you know, you're right. We were down two nothing, but I thought we played a pretty good period. You know, we didn't like to start for sure, uh, but other than that, I thought our period was pretty good. Were you sweating out the uh, when they were talking about the Shen goal? What's what's going through your head? Uh, our video guy said it was a goal. I mean, I felt comfortable with his decision, but you never know. I mean, they might see a different view. Your special teams have been getting better and better as the series has gone on. What kind of confidence do you get from that? Because your guys had said, uh, I heard a couple guys say that that was kind of the thing that really gave you guys the belief that early goal in the third that you come back and win. Yeah, that's twice where well, we um, started the period out with a power play and, and we ended up getting a goal. So uh, it was a big goal for sure, obviously. Uh, I think our power play has been doing a pretty good job um, getting some looks. Um, you know, they battled for that goal, which was nice to see wasn't an easy goal by any means, but it was, uh, you know, they were competitive and stayed on it and worked for it, and they got the goal, and it was a big goal. When you struggle at the beginning of the series, as you did with that, and then, you know, I saw you guys working on it in the morning skates, and it pays off. What, what does that do for the team's belief system? Well, yeah, for sure. They, they believe, like, I mean, it helps for sure. You get, you know, production, right? Um, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, power plays, um, I thought early on in the in the series we were getting looks, but when you don't score, it doesn't matter. It, you know, it's about production. So it came up big tonight. On the other side of the special teams, uh, the PK has over the last couple of games cut off that seam pass to Line and Shifley really quite well. So, what adjustments from your top two forwards have have been making that work and shutting those chances down? Yeah, I don't know if it's a lot of adjustments there. That's how we kill. And um, O'Reilly had a great stick on Shifley. Twice, um, you know, broke them plays up. The guys did a good job with their sticks tonight, and that's what you got to do. You got to have real good sticks, um, breaking them plays up. Those seam passes, they're dangerous. And uh, Wheeler's a great passer, and, um, you know, when it's time, you got to block shots. Along those lines, how big was that four minute kill? Well, probably the difference in a game. I mean, it's the right call, and um, guys did a tremendous job. That went out there and killed that penalty off. We've you've talked a lot about Sunquist development uh, this year, but that that play to set up the uh, the tying goal. Just what, what can you say about that play? Well, he did a great job driving on the net with the puck wide. He's been a real good player for us for uh, the whole season. You know, playing wing, middle, it doesn't matter. He's um, does a great job for us, killing penalties. Um, you know, he played against Shifley's line all night tonight. Thought he did a great job. So the road teams won every game now. Can you can you uh, can you break that uh, trend in St. Louis? Well, that's what we're hoping to do. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. Craig, do you see any significance in the two guys that came up big today offensively, Shen and Schwartz? The fact that they've been struggling and not been able to uh, produce—that those were the two guys that got it done today. Yeah, they looked. Um, I thought when we put them together tonight, they looked, uh, you know, more energetic and had more jump. Put Shen back in the middle, and he seemed to have more jump, and he 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 was uh, he was pretty excited about it. And uh, you know, I thought Schwartz he fed off him. Do one more. 
Uh, Bartuzzo, you decided not to go with him. Uh, what can you say about that? Is it an injury? Uh, is, is it uh, something that's, that might keep him out for a couple of games? He can play if I want him to. If we decide to go that way, he'll be available. What do you think of Gunnarsson? I thought he had a real good game. Coming in there, um, not a lot of time. Obviously, you know, missing a lot of the regular season too, but I thought he had real good composure, closed plays out, made some small area plays that were real big for us. Okay. What's that? Was he a healthy scratch? Um, I went with Gunnarsson. He could play if you know we, we decided to go that route. Take us through your game winner there. What you saw? Um, just a good grinding shift. We kept the puck below the goal and uh, ended up winning it back a couple times. We were kind of relentless on the puck, and <clears throat> Bozy came on. He was fresh and uh, probably knew there wasn't much time left, so he just threw it on net, and um, you know I kind of got lucky. He was just hitting my stick. Off the top of your head, is that the biggest goal, goal you've scored in your career so far? Yeah, I got you got to say yes uh, at this point in time in the series, and uh, that much time left, and um, the chance to to go home and close it out. Um, you know it's big, but uh, you know we know how how the home games have gone, and we got to regroup and get ready. Does it feel extra about this team that there's no hole, no problem is too big for you guys to overcome, and it's the whole season. Yeah, we're just we're just staying with it. Uh, we believe in one each other. We believe in the system, and um, we work as a team. I mean, um, <clears throat> when the team has success, we, we all know that we get rewarded, and uh, we're all playing the same. We're working hard. We're, we're tight defensively, and um, you know the power play had a big goal to give us momentum. But um, this whole series is so tight, and um, um, you just you just never know right now with <clears throat> with the bounces that are happening. What was Braden was just saying how it's a tough series for him, but he's finally able to produce. I mean, if people were talking about you and Shen not producing, for you guys to both come up big today, you know, pretty key for you. Know, I, I guess what I'm saying is you think that uh, uh, there's there's enough time in the series for you to produce. Yeah, you, you want to step up and help the team any way you can. And when, you know, it's not like you're not getting chances. And when they're not going in, you got to find other ways to help the team and uh, make sure you're, you know, still creating chances, being being good defensively and just working. Uh, you stick with it and uh, have that belief. Uh, there's more times or not it's going to come around. And, um, you know, it's uh, we have very, very spread out scoring from this team. We get contributions from everyone, and um, everyone seems to be stepping up at different times. You and uh, What was the importance of that, uh, that uh, Shen uh, Perron flip flop? Uh, yeah, we talked about maybe, maybe doing it. Um, <clears throat> you know, I thought even in the first, each line's had chances, and I think that power play goal just let us not relax, but gave us a lot of momentum, and um, we just went from there. You know, we've played with the Shen before. Perron's played with those guys before, so everyone's kind of used to playing with each other and kind of played with each other before, so it wasn't like it was that big of a switch for us. I mean, you can probably count the interviews I've had with you guys that we say we're a resilient group. We got character in here, and uh, tonight's a prime example of that. What does this say about the character? I don't wish Yeah. What does it say about the character of your team? Uh, again, it's, it doesn't, you know, you lose a couple at home, too. You come into this building, never an easy building to play in, and uh, find a way to win. And, uh, you know, you look at the year the way it's been, it's been like that all year, but we still got one more, uh, one more job to do on Saturday. I have no idea. Apparently he batted out of the air, but um, it's a heck of a play. I mean, uh, yeah, he's been humming all series, so it was just a matter of time before he got one. Uh, intermission, you're just talking about sticking with it because you guys obviously had uh, you know, 15 shots and a lot of good scoring chances. They're going to get their chances off the rush. I thought we gave them some good looks off the rush. Um, 
but we know if we play our game and stick to it for that full game, you know, the old cliche is play 60 minutes. And we've done that twice in this series. It's worked for us. Does this series make any sense to you that the home team has yet to win a game? You don't see that too often, right? You don't see uh, the road team win all the games. But uh, again, we got to go home and, and we played better um, in game uh, game four there. So we got to build off that. It's, uh, it's got to be a tough place to play. Uh, you got to make a switch. And, uh, and we did. And we felt. Uh, um, all lines got going early. Uh, kind of, um, you know, Perron did a great job with Vladi and, and Orion. They had tons of chances, and and uh, me and Schwartzy uh, and Sonny and then Steiner. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, all lines were, um, you know, uh, cycling, grinding, and ultimately uh, led to the, the, the winning. It's not like you and Schwartz haven't uh, done some pretty good things together in the past, huh? Uh, we feel uh, comfortable with each other. We're looking for one another out there. Um, you know, I think the team's extremely happy for him right now. He. Uh, uh, he's worked hard all year. Um, he's had chances all series. Um, so for him to get that goal, game winner, it's, uh, it's huge for us. So, um, you know, like I said, it's a big win tonight, and, and now we got to uh, worry about closing it up. Can you go back to your goal and uh, just take us through also the replay? Yeah, I mean, the replay's not fun, that's for sure. You're, you're not sure. I think there was a goal scored earlier on in the year. Um, or earlier on, uh, with the goalie pushing that off, so you're not sure which either can go either way, and and luckily uh, it went in. Uh, great job by Sonny uh, to beat Buff uh, wide and uh, and take it to that just popped in. Were you doing any lobbying, or were you just over at the bench? You got a million thoughts going through your head at that time. Um, you know, obviously you're hoping to the, the call to go your way, and unfortunately it did. So you like just laying in the weeds, waiting for the rebound. Yeah, I mean, they think they had whether I think that two or maybe three guys back, and he just trying to find the lane where the puck's coming. And, and like I said, Sonny did a great job by beating his guy. Uh, I don't know if he one-handed it over to me, and uh, and uh, you know, I felt you know either way if the net was on or off, it was going to go in, um, just because the goalie was over on that one side, and, and luckily it won it. Jordan Bennington kept this team in the game. I know he allowed two goals in the first period. That first goal after 12 seconds, a lot of guys might have folded even veterans, much less rookies. He didn't fold, and yeah, he let in another goal about 13 minutes later, but he didn't fall apart. Second period, the Jets really outplayed the Blues, and he kept battling, kept making some good saves. You heard a couple of them here on the podcast. So he kept the Blues in the game until they could gain some kind of momentum, hopefully. That momentum started very late in the second period, continued into the third, and then they really just took over the third period. The Jets looked tired, and the Blues didn't. The Blues just looked like the better team. The Blues looked like they wanted it more. And that's not saying the Jets didn't want to win. I'm not saying that. It was just like the Blues kicked it into high gear and thought, hey, we were up 2 to nothing. It's tied 2-2. Two to two. We cannot let them take this lead. We have to win this game. They put the pedal to the metal. The offense got going. It was just a great overall third period. This team has went through adversity. They're playing like a team. They're playing for each other. They're playing for their coach. And you know what the most important thing is? They're having fun. I know a lot of people are saying, what do you mean they're having fun? This is a playoffs. They've got to be serious. Yeah, you've got to be serious. But this is fun for them. You don't think after that second goal, they looked at each other and thought, man, this is fun. This is a great time. We've got to take advantage of this. And they did. I think they're going to do well in the sixth game coming up. If they can continue that momentum going from the third period that they had in this game to game six, it's going to be a very close game, and it's going to be a fun game to watch. If you've got tickets, please don't sell them. Please go. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. 
I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. We are part of lineupmedia.fm. Go there now. Check out all their other podcasts. There's something for everybody. Until next time, guys, let's go blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.